0: Just open up your eyes and join me Cause I've been living in the sunshine Having such a nice time Sipping iced coffee as the world dressed by me Living in the sunshine Having such a
1: nice time I won't let the stresses of the world define me Welcome. Welcome again to One of 100 with Lorraine Carroll. That's me, Lorraine. Make sure you connect with me online at connect at com. I need to hear from you. This show, One of 100... Is One of the most premier topics going on in America right now. I even heard that it was a topic on TV. Can you believe it? Considering that caregivers have been around forever. Yeah, there's some in the Bible too, but we'll get to them right now. I'm talking to the caregivers that are out there struggling caregivers that are angry caregivers that are upset frustrated mad. Yes, there's an adjective for you. I'm going to talk about it anytime you're you're ready, I'm ready. So you just email me anytime you want with your lamentation, complaint, your tears. Yes, tears can have words and emails. Connect at LorraineCarroll.com. But for now, let's get to it. First, I want to address all the friends and family. You know, I, I left you out just a little bit. I want to bring you into the conversation just a little more this week. Why? Because without you, we might not be able to exist. Who? We, the caregivers, we need your support. We need your attention. So today, that's what we're going to look at. Friends, family, what can you do to help us? First thing you can do is encourage us. Sometimes we need encouragement. I had an older lady, much older than me, say, oh, you make that look so easy. And I said thank you out of courtesy to be polite, but then I somewhat had a mild question mark suspended in my head did she mean that as a compliment or was there some slight resentment there well it didn't matter I let it go (laughs) pushed it off and I said she meant well I wrote it off to love and then I said wait a minute Did she really mean that? You know how we do. We go back and forth. We have the conversations in our head. And then I really had to let it go because I did not want to resent the compliment. Did you hear me? The compliment. It was a compliment. Regardless of her intent, I received it as a compliment sometimes people will send you messages in their words in their body language in their actions and they're making implications that they won't really say like the truth like you're doing a great job they'll look at you they'll smile but they won't say anything well friends family of caregivers we need you to say something but we need you to also mean it and let us know how much you mean it let us know. Don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed. Say, you know what? You're doing a great job and really mean it. When she said that to me, it it felt kind of uneasy and I was a little skeptical. So how do you encourage the caregiver with genuine care encouragement? Like I told you, open up your mouth and say something. Hey, Lorraine, you've got this. Thank you. Now in that moment, I might not have felt like I got it, but I do. I got it. Guess what? Guess what that means? It means, hey, I can make it. I, somebody thinks I'm doing okay. I'm, I'm doing all right. Whew, okay. Yeah, I got this. And you might not realize how much that support lingers. You might not realize how much those few words are going to stick with me a couple of days later. Because I'll remember you, your smile, your tone, your attitude, and most of all, how you made me feel. Don't you realize that most of our encounters with people are based on how they make us feel? Think about it. When you go to the grocery store, this is my favorite. The checker that doesn't look at you, think about it. They don't greet you, yet they're just taking all your items and totaling the cost of this. Hi. Oh, never mind. The cost of your groceries and then you get to the total and they just give you some random amount and you're like, hello. (laughs) Um, Hi. How's your day going? Oh, fine. Oh, okay. So think about it. How did they make you feel? You're the customer. You're paying. You're paying their salary, right? Well, think about it. How did they make you feel? So let's flip that around. If you're the supporter of the caregiver, say something kind, nice, even a greeting, a text, an email. If you don't have time to call, you don't like talking on the phone, send an old-fashioned card in the mail. <laughs> they still exist. Yes, they work. It lets the caregiver know someone actually cares, Give some encouragement in that care. Like what? I just told you, say something nice, say something kind, but mean it. Okay, okay. So you're not a words person. All right, all right. You're not good at the mushy stuff. Fine, fine. Okay, let's move on. What else can you do? Engage. How do you engage the caregiver? Well, back to those phone calls and maybe a text. How's your day going? Give them a question that requires them to answer with their feelings. How are you feeling today? Is your day going well? Think about it. I asked, is it going well? Mm, So if it's not going well, it might not be going well. And I'll go, you know what? No, I'm having a rough day. Now, if you just say, oh, I just wanted to tell you, I'm thinking about you. You didn't give me a chance to tell you how I feel. Remember, people always remember how you made them feel more than anything. Think about the person you met on the airplane that was rude to you. You remember how they made you feel more than what they look like. Think about it. So when you actually engage with the caregiver, what are you doing? You're giving them a chance to speak, to actually open up to lament, to talk back to you and express themselves. Oftentimes, caregivers have so much to do. They have so many errands to run, so much cleaning to do, so much, so much, so much. And what are you doing to offer your support? Nothing. (laughs) Yes, I said it. I'll say it for the caregivers. Most people offer nothing. So when you make that engagement, at least listen for their feelings, the feelings of the caregiver. Caregivers want to talk about it, but sometimes we're ashamed. Sometimes we don't really want to tell you how we feel. So what do we do? (laughs) We say nothing, and we act like everything is fine. I know the caregivers are going, yeah, I do that all the time. I know they're in agreement with me, but remember, I'm talking to the friends and the family today here on One of 100 with Lorraine. Carol, that's me, the caregiver. I've been a caregiver 20-plus years now, still a caregiver, not was. I still am. For who? My mom, my mother. She didn't expect her life to change suddenly, but it did drastically. I wasn't even living in in San Diego at the time. A native, yeah, but I wasn't living here. Had to stop my life. Wait a minute. Did I say I had to stop my life? Mm, Yes, I did. Why? Because I chose to become my mother's primary caregiver. So friends and family, always know it's a choice. We don't have to do this. We don't have to be a caregiver. We don't have to do anything. Actually, we can quit today. Now what? What are you going to do when we quit? Uh, uh. Yeah, nobody cares. Think about it. What are you going to do when you just all of a sudden stop working? Caregiver, what are you going to do? And then what is the family going to do? Are they going to judge you? Or are they going to go back to what I said, encourage you, maybe engage with you, talk to you about it? Yeah, you've quit now. Now what? Oh, oh 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 Um, ah, well, Lorraine quit. Who's gonna take care of her mom? I don't know. Well, what should we do? I don't know. Well, friends, family. I don't know. Is it's not a solution. So, what should you do? Well, let's go back to those three E's. Encourage them on a regular basis. Engage with them so you can check in on their feelings, see how they're doing, so that they don't suddenly quit. Out of nowhere, but my favorite e of those three e's endorse that caregiver. Validate them and let them know what they're doing well. They don't need your negativity. They don't need your criticism, and most of all, they don't need your apathy. Act like you care. So when you listen to this show every Sunday at five thirty a.m. here on K Praise, we're going to talk to not only caregivers but family and friends. Everybody knows a caregiver. One out of six are unpaid in America. Did you hear what I said? There's a lot of people not even getting paid. I didn't get paid for years. 17 years of caregiving, I got nothing but love from the Lord. The Lord loved me. He paid me with his love. But sometimes caregivers want something tangible, like a hug. So you can endorse caregivers with a hug, with a gift. You can endorse them. Validate them by letting them know how much you really care and how well they're doing. Keep that in mind. When you talk to caregivers, caregivers want truth, which is love. But remember, think about it. Give it in a sweet, kind way. Sometimes truth hurts, they say, but truth doesn't have to hurt. You Remember the nurse at school? She'd tell you, be, 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 be well." <laughs> ready, be careful, no, no, sit still, I have to give you this shot. And all of a sudden, it was over. Well, they don't do it like that anymore, but back in my day, they would actually give the shots on the school campus, and the nurse would take you through all of these situations and mentalities, and before you knew it, the shot was over. It's very similar for us caregivers. Just give it to us, give it to us straight, shoot us right in there, and let us know in there where in our heart with your love, and say, hey, you can do this. You've got this. I'm here for you. What can I do for you? Caregivers, now listen, I'm talking to you. You let them know, like I told you last week, what they can do. Caregivers, you should always have something people can do for you to help you, to encourage you, to endorse you. Yes, you should give them something to do. And remember what I said, tell them, um, you know what, I don't know yet the operative word is yet but i will let you know soon okay and even if you have to call them next week that's fine call them next week let them know then but for now what you can do is continue to listen to me here on one of 100 with lorraine carroll and i'll continue to help you figure out ways to convey what's important to you because caregivers have a tendency to feel guilty for the work that they're doing. Caregivers have a tendency to think that their work isn't good enough. Can you believe that? Well, I think she's doing a great job. Yeah, you told her, but guess what? She doesn't believe it. You told him you're proud of him, but guess what? He doesn't believe you. So what is that? What, what is that about? It's called caregiver guilt. It is a thing. It's real. It's a real thing. I named it caregiver guilt from my own experience. Sometimes you don't think you're doing enough and your friends are looking at you like, are you crazy? You're doing everything. You do it all. What more do you want to do? Well, I look at myself and say, there's so much to do. But the reason this show is called One of 100 is because I had a spiritual epiphany one day with the Lord and I realized that if I don't take care of me, Can't take care of my mother or anybody else for that matter. Caregivers oftentimes have to take care of the person they care for along with family, spouses, even their own jobs. They have to take care of the duties of their jobs. Yes, I worked a full-time job every day. And had to take care of my mother as well. How did you do it? Oh, just email me and I'll tell you all about it. But in the meantime, guess what? I made it. I survived. I did it. You can too. How? By being honest with yourself, having mercy on yourself, and remembering that the Lord cares. The Bible says, cast your anxieties, cast your cares to the Lord in First Peter 5 and 7. My favorite part is he cares about you. So when you feel like no one else cares... I found the Lord cares. If you don't believe me, try it. I'm not here to convince you. I'm telling you from personal experience. If you, if you cast your cares, how do you cast your cares? Most people don't even know how to cast. That has to do with fishing. (laughs) So how do you do that? I think of it like throwing garbage out of a window really fast and just throw it out the window. And it makes me have that visual to be like, oh, yeah, I threw it out of the window. Okay, yeah, I like that feeling. So guess what? Write down everything you're worried about, everything you're afraid of, everything that grieves you and vexes you about caregiving. Write it down. Then take that piece of paper and say, Lord, I'm throwing this away, Mm, giving it all to you. And guess what? Over time, you'll see that when you cast the cares, he will care for you. Don't think for God. He's not paying you to think. All he's asking you to do is obey. Obey. By what? Casting the care. You did it. Let it go one at a time. So maybe the list won't work for you. Fine. Say it in your mind. You know what? I'm letting this one go. I'm going to let that one go. I'm going to get over it, and I'm going to move on in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord, I'm moving on. What does that mean? It means just what I said. You prayed. You said, Lord, I give up, and I'm not going to stay here. Let's say And not stay. What does that mean, Lorraine? Well, let's say what the problem is, but let's just not linger there. Let's not stay there. Let's just say what we have to say and not stay. That's hard for me. I'm telling you what I know. Easy to say it, but hard to do it. Well, how do you do it? First thing I do is say, you know this is a struggle. (sighs) Get it off of your chest. Confess. If you have a friend that'll listen, confess to them. Friends that'll listen, hopefully they're Christian, and they'll listen and they'll pray, like the Bible says in James 5.16. Now, keep in mind that once you say it, just say it for the day. Let's not get into tomorrow, next week. Just deal with the day. That's the other purpose of this show. One of 100 is designed to help you realize out of the 100 things and plus that you have to do in a day, The one thing you need to do is take care of you. And guess what else? You can only do that today, not tomorrow. We're not in tomorrow. We're in today. So the first thing, one of 100 of all the things you have to do is take care of you. But the best part for me as a Christian I get to let the Lord take care of me. I don't have to do it by myself. And that's why I decided to do the show on K-Praise right here, at 12, 10 a.m., because there are Christians out there that are trying to do it without the Lord. How are you a Christian and you're doing it without the Lord? Caregiving for Christians was meant to be a partnership. Now, for other people, I dig it. I get it. I see where they're coming from, but Christians, no, you are supposed to pray and not faint. That's what our Bible says. And we're to always pray. It says that too. Just rejoice. How do you rejoice? You find some joy in something. For me, I try to laugh every day. I don't care what it is. I watched a TV show with animals yesterday, and I watched surgery, and I watched the animal as they came out of surgery, and I thought it was funny, and I had a great laugh from it. Whatever it takes for you. Get some oxygen. Get that numa. Get that breath of God so that you can be encouraged, so that you can move on in your day, one day at a time. That's it. I like the old school hymn, One Day at a Time. It made me sit and think about how I'm so busy planning for tomorrow. My grandma used to say, it hasn't even come yet. Why are you worried about it? To stay in the day. And that became a mantra for me. Stay in the day. And I carry it around right now stay in the day caregivers stay placed right where you are today do you even know what today's date is there have been so many times as a caregiver i woke up i didn't even know what day it was i didn't i didn't even know what month we were in sometimes and that's the truth barely knew why because i had so much to do and before i could even give god praise thanks and say hello lord i was already worried worried about what i have to do worried about what's next what else what else no How about take a moment, give thanks to the Lord because he's good, his mercy is everlasting, and for the day you have new mercies that you haven't seen. Get a chance to live in the day. Take a moment, breathe before you get started, have that prayer time, some people call it quiet time, read a scripture, get some light for your darkness. Yes, you woke up, it might be three in the morning and it might be pitch dark outside, But pitch black, dark at 3 in the morning, yeah, in some places. But we have the light, the light of the Lord. So even though the moon is there, shining bright, sometimes it still feels dark in your caregiver life. So what do you do? You look at the word and you let it be a lamp for you. When you let the word do its job, then you can see, see what you need to do in the day. So let that caregiver guilt go, receive the endorsements, receive the encouragement. Caregivers, engage with the people that are interested in your life. Tell them where you feel bad, how you feel bad, why you feel guilty. Let them know. Let them know what you need from them. Let them know how important it is for you to hear from them. Let them know you need them too. Sometimes people don't realize you need anything. Like the lady told me, you make that look so easy. And I really had to ponder that. As a caregiver, we do make things look easy because it's our routine. But caregivers, I want to encourage you. Remember this. You can't do it all. Let the Lord help you. And then when he sends you the help, receive it. Sometimes help doesn't look like what we think it should look like. I was resentful for three years. Resentful? Me, the Christian? Yes. Of the Lord? Yes. Why? Because... I kept praying for help, and I didn't see it. Well, the reason I didn't see it is because it didn't look like what I thought it should look like. (laughs) Have you ever done that? I have many days. So keep that in mind. You have to receive help in any form, whether it's just a little bit of help or a whole lot of help. Receive it. Open up your heart. Open up your hands. Receive the help. How do you receive the help? By saying to yourself, I can't do it all. Make your own confessions every day. Say, I need some help, Lord. And then when he sends it, don't look for it to look like what you think it should look like. When he sends help, just receive it. My neighbor takes out my trash for me every week. Isn't that amazing? He rolls out the can, puts it out to the sidewalk for me, and I don't have to think. I don't have to think about anything. Isn't that amazing? Yes, But what if I told him, oh, no, I got it. I'm good. Then he would have been like, well, okay, I tried. And you might have, Lorraine, discouraged that guy from giving you that help. Are you doing that today, caregivers? And for the support, the family, don't give up on the caregiver. Give them one more try. Give them one more ounce of hope. Let them know, hey, you can do this. You got it. Let them know. I'll take out that trash. Hey, I'm going to the grocery store. Did you need anything? Hey, what can I do for you to help you out today? Offer the help. Family, friends, offer something to support that caregiver, the one that's taking care of your loved one, your friend, your neighbor. Do what you can. In the meantime, don't forget to pray for the caregiver Uh, Caregivers need prayer. Yes, your prayers can make a difference. You can keep that caregiver from being suicidal. Sometimes it's mental suicide. Sometimes it's emotional suicide. And yes, sometimes there are attempts at physical suicide for caregivers. So when you listen to one of 100, make sure you tune in with ears ready to support a caregiver. Caregivers are in need today. Caregivers are heavily burdened and oftentimes won't even tell you. They make it look easy. So whatever you do, caregivers, make it your business to confess where you feel burdened, to open up and say, I need some help. And caregivers, it's okay to say, I don't feel like I'm doing a good job today. It's okay to be honest. Truth is love. And that's a form of loving yourself when you're honest with you. The last thing caregivers and caregiver support groups, yes, family, friends, you make sure that what you do, you call that caregiver, text them, email them, and let them know, hey, I'm here for you. What can I do? Remember, the question matters. What can I do for you today? Caregivers, stay in the day. Out of the 193, 246 63 things, whatever number for the day. Yes, that many that you have to do. The main thing you have to do is take care of you. Take care of you. Take care of you. Caregiver, the main thing you have to do is take care of you by submitting to the Lord because he cares for you. When you submit, you go up under. Think of subways. Think of going down to the subway. Well, when you submit, mitere is the Latin. Go under the Lord. Submit to Him. And let Him cover you, protect you, care for you. That's what He wants to do. That's what He longs to do. Let Him. When you practice submitting to the Lord, it's so much easier to submit to others. So, caregivers, if you're still struggling with some of that, I want to hear from you. Email me at Connect at com. Let me know where you're struggling. And, hey, maybe we'll talk about some of your concerns right here on One of 100 with me, Lorraine Carroll. I've been here. I've done it a while. I'm here to help. I'm here to help you and make it happen. Right here on Praise KPRZ 1210. You're listening to One of 100. With Lorraine Carroll, get with me, let me know how you're feeling caregivers, and join me next week we 're going to be going there and tell your friends too hey there's a caregiver show. I want you to listen to it because sometimes I can't get it all out, but she's talking about it, and I need your help. Listen to k praise twelve ten a m five thirty a.m. every Sunday morning to me, Lorraine Carroll, right here on One of 100. Thank you for tuning in, and I'll be back with you next week.